Hey everybody, Dave Hagen here. Another 1% surcharge on a bill when you pay for a meal? That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast, or the TFWP, as we like to call it. We're coming to you from beautiful downtown Van Nuys Uncle Studios with me today, as always, Mr. Brian Reed. Buenos dias, David. <laughs> Buenos dias, senor. <laughs> Don't take me too down that far down that road. My, my my second language skills are are a bit limited. That's okay. I just topped out there. You're gonna oh, you topped out. There I thought go. you were going to be covering for me. No, 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 no. No, no. I should have paid much, much, much more attention in high school. What can <laughs> I say? Oh my goodness. I want to talk today about this 1% surcharge. Brian, you're not going to believe that. We we just talked about it a couple seconds ago for the first time. You're not going to believe this. You know, we've talked about the surcharges that everybody wants to put on the various bills that we have. We talked about it in terms of going to a restaurant and and they charge you for a, you know, employee health care charge or going to a restaurant and they charge you for a hospitality fee, which means they want you to pay for the dancer in the next room or whatever it is. Uh, crazy stuff. And now at some restaurants, a 1% add-on is being stuck onto your bill that's called a Restore California surcharge. A Restore California surcharge. A fee that's intended to assist in efforts against climate change. I don't know. This isn't a tax. This is... Okay. Who does this? Who who gets away with this? You got to keep going. I this, need more information. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Go off on this. So, in 2019, the California Department of Food and Agriculture and the California Air Resources Board, both governmental agencies, by the way, announced that they'd partnered with a San Francisco nonprofit called the Perennial Farming Initiative, and the collaboration is called Restore California. It's intended to help local farmers implement climate beneficial farming practices via a series of grants. It actually says it on the website. Website. I went and looked through this website and they're going to give money to farmers to help them implement climate beneficial farming practices, which is a good thing, but why are we paying for it? So in addition to grants to farmers, the money is going to be collected uh, by California restaurants and it's going to go towards other existing programs intended to improve soil health and, and fight climate change. So now we're paying, now we're paying for health care and now we're paying for entertainment in the next room and we're paying for improving soil health. By the way, all of which are good things. Yeah, on the surface, all of this sounds on the up and up, but uh, have 
we stopped giving, has California stopped giving uh, subsidies to farmers? I'm sure California's handing out all sorts of money for this and that, you know, especially with the uh, the, the current administration. But the, the, the point is, one, this, this strikes me as kind of ambiguous. Two, farmers are going to point, you know, a, a apply for, for grants. And, and three, it's just being put on the bill without us, you know, yeah, it's not a tax. It's not a tax. It's, it's like a voluntary. Somehow this has become okay. But we, we live in an era of cable TV charges where, you know, it's $44 a month for a year and then it goes up. I mean, less and less. Are truth. they trying to shame us into. Oh, absolutely. Because you get the bill. Let's say, you know, you've had a real nice dinner. You're in a foo foo restaurant up in San Fran or, or there's even a place here down here in LA. Uh, let's say you got a date. And the bill comes and, you know, you're trying to impress the date and you go, uh, I don't want to pay that one percent. You could look like a real weenie, huh? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, how they're going to get the money out to the farmers isn't that clear. And the, the grant application deadline was just a month ago and they aren't going to start handing out money for four or five months. And who defines what beneficial farming practices are? I don't know. I don't know. Now, you know, to their credit, it is a 501c3. So they've, they've you know, put together a nonprofit entity. And, uh, you know, someone's going to be overlooking this, I would assume, the federal government if they're tax exempt. But uh, I don't know. And as part of this partnership, the California restaurants that are participating in this are invited to add an optional 1%. And, yeah, you can ask that it be removed. And I'm assuming that they would remove it right away. But they're going to add it onto your check. you got to look every single time. According to Restore California, their website at least, with a $97 billion restaurant industry, if only 1% of the state's restaurants implemented the surcharge, it would generate $10 million in the first year alone. So we're talking about some pretty serious amounts of money, you know? I would like there to be a Restore Brian fund, and I, I would like 1%, and I'm pretty sure you would like 1% would, as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd want one and a half. Well, but, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Now, originally, you know, these were thought to be mostly upscale San Francisco restaurants, you know, so we could at least pass it off on, oh, that NorCal thing is, mm -hmm. you know, they're a little more liberal, but... Uh, now it's it's California foo-foo restaurants, but it's restaurants going into uh, Colorado, Oregon, New York, um, Denmark, Hong Kong, Spain, Italy, Mexico. Take a look at the list, Brian, that I gave you. Um, this big long list of all these restaurants. I mean, this is not insubstantial. The people that are that are buying into this, and they're just going to pop the one percenter there on the bill and and forward it along. Little Wait, crazy. What? This is happening in all of these states as well. There's yeah. a there's a restore New York, a restore Colorado, a yep. restore or Yep. Spain, Brazil, Australia, Italy, um, Denmark, which is kind of interesting. Hong Kong. Pretty interesting stuff. Are um, there I have so many questions about this. Is this I love I love blowing you away with stuff. <laughs> is there a sign on the door? I that says I our restaurant supports the Restore X movement, where one percent will be added. I have no idea. I no. don't. I don't go to these kind of fancy restaurants. I would imagine there's a logo because there is a logo on the website. 
So I would imagine that there's some kind of logo, and I would hope, hope to gosh, that there's something on the menu. But again, a, you know, uh, I'd like a steak medium rare with the potato and all the stuff on the side, and uh, I don't want to pay one percent. It's not. Uh, it's not cool. Yeah, and it's not even the. It's not the one percent. It's just doing it without fully notifying. And what's what? I mean, yeah. What's one percent on a bill? I mean, hardly even worth the discussion. Yeah. But it's. It's wrong. Now, they are getting some some pushback. Apparently, there's a restaurant uh, up in the Mission District up in San Fran, and they've already removed the surcharge, and the, the owner was quoted as saying, having that additional surcharge on there, I think, made a lot of people feel uncomfortable. And they went on to say, uh, too many diners pose questions in a negative way, which is what you know I would do. Mm-hmm. A question like, what is this crap? <laughs> a little negative, only a little bit. And so the restaurant decided to drop it. What they decided to do, actually, was raise the price slightly and forward the 1% on out of their operating budget. Now, if, if they want to do that, I'm totally cool with that. And they should they should even put something on their menu that says, hey, we do this. But... You know, to ask somebody to, um, um, you know, to put it on the bill and then have them send along, it's a little much. It's like when you go to the store and they go, oh, do you, do you want to, at the market, do you want to uh, give some money to March of Dimes or whatever the charity is? And I go, no, because they're going to collect that money and they're going to go, oh, look, pavilions gave this money to us. It's like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> give me, give me credit for the dollar ninety-eight. you know? Yeah. To say nothing of all the other nonprofit stuff you do, but um, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. The California Restaurant Association, which is a statewide lobbying group, has been uh, also a little cautious about that. They've said, this seems like a group of well-intentioned people finding another way to use a surcharge, but it's way too early to know if the program will catch. I mean, the nerve to see if it catches I mean, when I was a kid, I remember a tip was 10%. And the, the, the big push was, well, we're going to 15 So now we all have to do that 10% plus half again to figure out the, <laughs> the tip, right? Or if you're like someone from the, the generation above us, they go, do you have that tip card? And they, and, and they get that out, which is, is cute, but it's not really the way that our gen does it. No, it's all on the phone anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, but the nerve of these people, why support their cause? Why should you support someone else's um, um, philanthropic thing? And I would argue it's maybe not even necessarily philanthropic philanthropic vis-a-vis the uh, uh, vis-a-vis the restaurants they're talking about enhancing ways of production and working with the farmers who are their suppliers or vendors and blah blah I don't know how philanthropic that is you know and doesn't it just make more financial sense to go and donate to them directly so you get the tax write-off I mean would I hadn't even thought about that now you're blowing me away exactly if it's a 501c3 you could take the deduction yeah. uh, absolutely absolutely so now you're throwing away a, a tax deduction by agreeing to sign the receipt yeah just yeah. saying no I'll do yeah. it at the end yeah. of the year of course if if you're adding up a dollar 95 tax deductions <laughs> we could we could argue that person needs a life but um it's, it's crazy to me, just absolutely crazy to me. And we're seeing more and more of this. Uh, you know, it, it's just so appalling what people think they can they can get away with. You know, we went to a, um, 
uh, up, up to a local ski area. And I heard that they had the, the city council had something that they got into with a developer and the developer sued him and got a big judgment. Well, how does the city cover a big multimillion dollar judgment against it? Well, when we were up there recently, you look at your, um, you look at your receipt when you, you, you know, when you go into a store and buy something mm-hmm. and it says, you know, city fee. Well, they're charging off the customers for their screw up. Oh my God. Somebody's got to pay for it and it's not like, going to be us. And, and I guess, but I mean, oh my goodness gracious, what people, uh, uh, what, what people get away with or try to get away. It just drives me absolutely, absolutely crazy. So um, now that I, now that I've vented a little bit, now that I feel a little better, you know, what's what's a takeaway for our TFWP listeners? You know, I think one would be um, one you need to check the menu, or maybe as you walk in the door, see what credit cards they take, what their hours are, and whether they're you know part of this cooperative. You know, what other fees are are going to be added in? Yeah, absolutely, unquote, voluntarily. Yeah, and you need to check the menu. I never check the you know, hey, this is about our restaurant, or I just I start looking for the food. I'm a I'm a bottom line kind <laughs> of guy, right? But you you're going to have to look around. You're going to have to see whether it's you know mandatory, like the like the ski resort thing, or or whether it's um, um, something that's voluntary and, and how much is it going to be, um, too. I think you need to check the check when it comes. Yeah, this isn't about the money. This is just about the it, audacity to go ahead and try and collect the money. Collect the money. It's principle. Automatically. Yeah, it's principle. It's not going to happen. And, you know, if you're... If you're anything on anything other than a date, then you just go, hey, <laughs> hey, you know, if it's a date, maybe you just suck it up and, you know. Yeah, it, it's a buck. You don't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bring it up. But yeah. A couple I, bucks, you know, you know. I have a couple times, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the local restaurant that, that puts the, the, uh, um, the thing on there for the um, health care. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I want your people to have health care, but just just add it into the cost of doing business. Don't like surcharge me. It's not it's not up to me to pay your people's health care. I mean, I even question whether it's up to a business's up to a business to pay for employees health care. But that's a different that's, that's a, a different, different topic. political yeah. discussion and topic. But um, but to try and pass it off on me, that, that makes no sense. I want to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges when I go out for a meal and shop for, you know, a couple of eggs or a steak, you know? And, and, and I think the third thing is you need to politely express your opposition or ask that it be removed. And it doesn't have to be a big negative thing, but I think it could be, you know, polite. It's a shame element. They're going, you don't support climate awareness and taking care of our planet for the future. Yeah. And they would say, well, what's wrong with you? And I say, no, what's wrong with you? You know, <clears throat> it really makes you wonder. I got to tell you, I had, a, I had a similar thing going into a restaurant just, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we went into a restaurant we, and there were, they had a, like a little glass off room where we we're going to have a business meal over a nice steak. And we wanted to go into the glass room just to have some quiet because mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to talk in a restaurant. So we go in thing on the door while the glass room is used up we're filming like a show Mm -hmm. and so well okay so we'll sit in the main restaurant everybody was already there so then we sit down and they go well we need you to sign this release because we're filming and i said well wait a minute we just sat down for a steak restaurant an expensive steak Mm -hmm. restaurant to talk about business and you want me to you want me to sign this release they go yeah and uh-huh. I said, well, let me look at it. Let me look at this name, address, birth date, phone number. 
two pages of single space release language, including language that says if there's ever an issue, I will indemnify them, blah, blah. I said, I sat down at this nice <laughs> restaurant to relax. Here's my glass of red wine. You I want just me wanted a steak. You want, yeah, you want me to read, you want me to read this release? What, what is wrong with you? So I, you know, I, I, I signed it and, um, it wasn't my name and I didn't <laughs> read it. And they, the, the person comes by and collects them and they were pretty adamant about it. You know, one of the, one of the production assistants, da, 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 da. And they, and then they come back and they say, well, we, we've been told that, um, everybody, we need to take a picture of everybody holding up your agreement. So we know. And I said, now you want to take a picture of me after I've read the release? Sure, I'm union and I need to be paid <laughs> I, I, and if I, I appear in this. I could care less about being in the background and I even would have completely behaved, but that you're like getting harassed at a steak restaurant? Incredible. Anyway, um, it's amazing what people will think that they can get away with, what they can try to get you to do, especially when you're... I have to have a nice steak and relax. Look, I went to a Jesuit uh, high school, mm -hmm. and I'm not. You know, I've heard that this is a Jesuit phrase. I'm not sure it is or not, but um, it's much easier to get forgiveness than permission. Wow. And that's what they're doing. So true. They're going to go, okay, sorry. Versus, hey, if you are you willing to sign this? No, it's you. Ha you have to sign this. That's what happened to you there. And, you know, we ended up changing tables. And you know what? Probably won't go back. Not going back. You know, and in our neck of the woods, uh, you know, the steak dinner plays pretty competitive uh, industry. So, I mean, you again, know. hashtag first world problems. But there's a slippery slope where if all of a sudden things will be, you know, before it's thought through, it's right. just going to happen. Right. And people are going to start. Again, full-time shaming, you know? Yeah. Do it. But, but, but nicely and, and politely express your opposition. Now, I got to tell you, by the time, by the time we you got back nice. to the, the guy, <laughs> by the time the guys go, we want to take your picture holding up a contract. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not nice anymore. My wife's going, don't just like, you know, no, absolutely not. So, uh, you know, you go to a restaurant, look what's on the door. Look what's on the menu. Look what's on the check. I'm afraid that's kind of what it's coming to. And again, it's not the money. It's the principle. It's the principle. It's just the principle of it. So all of you TFWPers out there, keep your eyes open, pay attention, and uh, don't be afraid to express your polite opposition to some stuff like that because it's only going to get worse. Got to stop it now. Yeah. This is Dave Hagen, and you are listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right, we've got an interesting email, a little different kind of email today. So Brian, why don't you read that for us? 
Yeah, it's an interesting damage control email, I guess. Um, This is from Jeremy, and he writes in, Dear Dave, one topic that could help your subscribers is that when times are hard and they really have to choose which bills to pay and which they should not pay. Now, my opinion is when in doubt, pay the mortgage on time. I've been able to get financing for families who let themselves get behind on their credit cards. But the mortgage, your home, is the most important thing. Don't get behind on that. It's much harder to recover. I believe you want to have a paid-off home by the time you retire, ideally. So when in doubt, keep up the payments on your house. Everything else is recoverable. Thanks, Jeremy. All right. Well, first of all, first a full disclosure. I I know Jeremy. I spoke with Jeremy just this past week, and and he works with a mortgage broker. So he's you know he's sending in something with his unique perspective. And I and when I was talking to him, uh, we we kind of uh, conversation went to you know financial wellness, and as so many times when I talk with people, it does. And um, I asked him for any ideas he might think of. Um, in, in fact. Uh, we talked about uh, maybe doing a show about how to prepare yourself to buy a house, how to get ready to buy a house, because I thought he'd have a lot of interesting input as he's getting loans and stuff for people. So, um, you know, it, this isn't more of an idea than a, than a question to answer. But w- what I would say is, and, I, and what I see this question is really, what what to pay first in, a, in an emergency? Mm-hmm. And, and of course... The obvious answer is always to pay everything on time the very best you can. That's best for your credit. It's what you've agreed to do, et cetera, et cetera. But if something happens and you cannot, uh, something happens to the economy that it stops or you become disabled and have minimal um, disability payments that you're living on or something like that, what would be the hierarchy of things? Well, not first and foremost housing. To me, first and foremost would be if you've got a tax installment payment plan with the IRS, mm-hmm. I'd pay them first. Because if you don't, they're going to say the full amount's due, and, and they can come get you pretty quick. They don't have to sue you. They don't have to do anything. They'll just go get your bank account. They'll just lien property. They'll do whatever they got to do. So to the extent that you can, I would, I would certainly pay on an installment plan payment first. That's not your taxes as they're becoming due. Mm-hmm. That's if your taxes were past due and, and you're, you're catching up. Secondly, I'd pay housing and utility. And yeah, I would pay the mortgage. You know, I mean, a bank can foreclose in California in 111 days. I mean, that's like three and a half months. That doesn't take long at all. Um, if you don't pay your rent, you know, the other form of housing payment, they can file an unlawful detainer if you don't pay within just three days. Three days. So, uh, you know, and then you got a lawsuit and then you got a trial and blah, blah. So those two have very short um, response times. So, yeah, I would take care of your housing. And, of course, um, I would take care of your u- utility payments because you don't want them to, uh, you know, like turn off the water or something because, uh, the neighbor's not going to be happy if they catch you out there taking a shower in, <laughs> with the hose, you know. Um, so those would be the next thing and that, you know, that I would take care of. Housing and utility, second. Third, the car payment. You know, uh, you want to avoid any kind of risk of, of repo. And in, again, in California, it varies a little bit from state to ta- state. But in California, you don't make your payment. They just send out some guy who basically, you know, can legally steal the truck that your, your, your vehicle and the truck shows up and, you know, they hook it and, and drag it away. And that's, that's the end of that. They'll repo it. So to the extent that, uh, you can take care of the first two, then take care of the car payment. And then after that, it's like all else, you know, 
personal loans will usually give you some slack. Credit cards, there's not much that they can do. If you don't pay, they'll call and bug you for you know, three, four, five, six months, and then they'll sue, and da, 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 oh, hopefully you're gonna be well back on your way by then. So I wouldn't worry about that as much. And I think that, that Jeremy's point is, from a credit point of view, if you subsequently apply for a credit, and remember, we've always said your, your credit report is not as critical as people make it out to be unless you're trying to get a car loan, which hopefully you're not, or if you're trying to get a house loan, which yeah, people will do a couple times during their life. He says that it's easier to overcome or explain away or deal with late credit card payments as opposed to late mortgage payments. So if that's really the case, yeah, that fits in with our hierarchy, mm. you know, I think just as well. And this isn't, uh, you know, he shouldn't consider this, you know, like, legal advice. I'm, I'm giving general advice and anyone with any specific questions on this should certainly can consult with an attorney. But, um, you know, this is just kind of general advice, the general hierarchy of creditors that can, that can bother you and, and the timelines in, in which they can do it, at least under, uh, you know, California law. Now, the other thing I, I, I thought was interesting in his email, he's talking about, um, you know, you want to have your house paid off by the time you retire, ideally. Well, yeah, for, for most people, but for a lot of people, maybe they don't want to have a house. Um, someone that moves around a lot doesn't want to have a house. In fact, if you move around from city to city as part of your job while you're working, you don't want to have a house because your investment's going to shrink by 6%, which is the real estate commission every time you move. And so whatever your investment has gained is going to be trimmed off when you when you move. So there are some people that maybe don't want to have a house that don't want to have it paid for. Of course, if you don't have a house that's paid for when you retire, it's nice to have a little more money around um, to you know pay the rent. Um, that's one of the reasons that our five steps to financial success don't include, hey, buy a house, because it's not right for everybody. You know, there's there's five other things that you need to do, and and by the time you get those five things accomplished, and and by the way, if you don't remember what those five steps are, listen to last week's. Um, um, podcast where we talked about those five steps again, um, probably for the second or third time in <laughs> as many uh, uh, as many years. Um, but listen to that, and and some people aren't going to want to own. I mean, some people just don't want to put up with the you know the upkeep and the property taxes, and, all, and there's nothing wrong with that. Owning a home is not a goal for everybody. So, you know, I, I differ a little bit with Jeremy there, but um, you know, I, I think that you want to keep your credit as reasonably clean as you can so that if you decide to buy some real estate at some point, you can do that. So I think that that's the point of, of Jeremy's um, um, comment there. So if you are interested in hearing um, us talk about how to prepare yourself to buy a house, how to, some things to think about in terms of, you know, down payment, investment, and uh, real estate people to talk to and get a mortgage, let us know and we will put together a podcast that will cover those kinds of issues. That's something I really didn't think about until this week and I think that that could be a really interesting um, a podcast to spend some time on talking about. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, thanks a lot for the um, uh, for the, the email and uh, we'll see if we can get you on the show uh, here somewhere down the line to talk about these uh, these kinds of things.
Well, that's all the time that we have. You know, tune in next week. We're going to talk about nine steps to a better day at work. Some interesting things to think about. So we'll talk to you next week. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.